Welcome to Episode 7 of Casual Citizen, a series about the upcoming first-person MMO Star Citizen by Cloud Imperium Games. This week's episode focuses on the Genesis Starliner and related passenger transport career. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Begin Transmission For a long time, I had a vision of the role I wanted to play in Star Citizen. I saw myself playing out the female version of Mal from Firefly. My fondness for Firefly is undeniable. When I had more time, I used to create and sell Firefly-inspired accessories. On some level, this role would also mirror my career in EVE Online as a freelance salvager and wanderer, a path I'd selected long before there were salvage-specific ships available in EVE. In EVE, Salvage appealed to me because I liked the freedom to salvage abandoned wrecks while out exploring, salvage kills from riding shotgun during mining ops, leech salvage near AFK miners, and then cleaning up after my own PvE missions. It certainly didn't hurt that salvage was lucrative even for freshies, which is what I was at the time. To cement my vision for Star Citizen, I purchased a freelancer, reclaimer, and a couple of combat ships. La la la, all was settled in my Star Citizen world. That was until they announced the Genesis Starliner. Well, among other things that have since caught my attention, but this story is about the Starliner. When the concept sale was first kicked off and the ship revealed, my mouth fell open, hit the floor, and remained there. I read the post several times, poring over all of the details. A day or so later, they released the 1-2 Sucker Punch. As part of the reveal, CIG published interactive content on the RSI website that allowed you to RP planning a trip. You review travel brochures similar to those found at a travel agency. After deciding on a destination, you selected a departing flight from an airline departures board. This, in turn, revealed a short story of you as a passenger aboard that flight. This pretty much clinched it for me. It was the first time I could see a role for myself that wasn't anything like the things I'd seen or done in EVE Online. As I continued digging into the information, I realized this would be more than owning a ship. Like the Starfarer, the Banu Merchantman, the Crucible, and other platform ships, this is akin to running a mobile business. It's a service and I'll need to obtain a commercial pilot's license to operate in controlled space. This sounded like a great opportunity to run a business with my daughters and some of my BFFs. Overview of the Genesis Starliner The Genesis Starliner is a mid-ranged luxury civilian transport ship. The interior's configurable seating design supports economy seating. However, there are business class and luxury seating components available including those in your interior layout will yield less seating overall but introduce higher fare seating and amenities. Running the Starliner will require more than seating configuration. Like most multi-cruise ships, the Starliner is intended to be managed by multiple players. In this case, a pilot, co-pilot, and flight attendants are the recommended personnel. You might also want to consider security staff. Space can be a very dangerous place. 
All or some of these roles can also be fulfilled by NPCs at your discretion. Administering ship services will include onboard mini games to provide customer service tasks, such as food and beverage service, managing and fixing entertainment centers, handling in-flight mechanical issues, and managing medical emergencies, among others. During the Q&A, CIG confirmed that the Starliner will also allow a single player to run the ship with the assistance of NPCs. They don't have all of the details worked out, but they expect that the passenger needs or system alerts will be displayed in the HUD at the captain's chair. From there, the pilot can direct NPCs to handle tasks or set the plane to autopilot so they can deal with the issues themselves. Beyond keeping systems functional, you need supplies. The entertainment systems need to be stocked with music and videos, and you'll need consumables for your food and beverage service. The class of passengers you've sold to should impact the quality of the supplies you purchase. While your first inclination might be to buy everything on the cheap, your luxury passengers might not enjoy bottom bin movies, prepackaged food, or watered-down drinks, and their opinions matter. At the end of the journey, all customers provide a rating for your services. This rating factors into your reputation as a passenger transport operator and has an influence on your rating as a commercial pilot. It impacts local officials clearing pilots to operate out of the more lucrative and desirable landing zones. The Starliner has uses beyond commercial transport. It's the same ship class used for the Star Citizen equivalent of Air Force One. The ship's defenses, coupled with its modular design, means that it can be repurposed for other specializations, such as transporting and repairing small ships, transporting military troops, fitted as a private luxury touring vessel, or a mobile base of operations for an organization. You can pilot a Starliner without owning one yourself. There will be a career path for commercial pilots involved in passenger transport. We don't have the details yet, but have been told that obtaining the license requires a clean criminal record. Sorry, no pirates invited. And keeping your license is impacted by the planned reputation system, part of which will include passenger satisfaction ratings. Licensed Pilot for Hire Owning a Genesis isn't the only way to make use of your newly acquired commercial pilot license. You'll be able to hire yourself out to NPC-managed transport businesses. You'll be paid a salary that has a performance modifier which reflects customer service ratings. Good performance will yield better payout, bad performance equals less pay, and horrible performance will get you fired. One of the reasons stated for the pricing on the Starliner, which is 400 USD, is that it's considered an end-game goal for a licensed commercial pilot. They don't want thousands of these flying the universe. Pilots and commercial airlines are relatively small in number, with only a few notable carriers, and they want this to play out similarly in Star Citizen. Visual Cockpit Alerts for Customer Service Needs if your onboard flight attendants are players, they will have visual cues alerting them to passenger need and in-flight service issues. If you are flying solo and using NPC flight attendants, 
you will monitor service and direct your MPC flight attendants using a holo information system in the cockpit. You can also place the ship on autopilot and interact with the passengers yourself. This is excellent news. As much as I hope to engage real players to assist me, undoubtedly there will be situations where this isn't possible and I'll be piloting the ship alone or possibly with only a co-pilot. Pre-boarding security. Security is still a concern even in the 30th century. Passengers will be required to submit to security scans. The current direction is that it will be similar to the scan demonstrated at the end of Around the Verse number 47. I'll link to that video in the show notes. For me, this introduced another series of questions. Who handles accepting tickets and allowing passengers to board? It seems like that is going to be who's responsible for denying access to a passenger who has failed the security scan. So is that me, someone in my crew, or members of an official security force that's at the gate, NPCs? What happens to someone who fails the security check? In the real world, you're taken into custody if you're caught attempting to bring contraband on a flight. CIG has mentioned that players can be sent to jail and will be detained for a certain period of time depending on the crime. This sounds similar to the criminal mechanic in Arcage, which I thought was fun and engrossing to watch play out. I wonder if this will be similar in Star Citizen when you fail a security scan. Flight routes will be multi-stop. Do not expect your destinations to be from point A to point B. This is a luxury transport designed for efficient, long-distance travel. I'm sure there are short hop options, but in those cases, a smaller ship is more cost-effective. In the current design, it is proposed that in addition to dropping off and picking up passengers along your route, you will need to include considerations for refueling and replenishing supplies. A prisoner transport variant is planned. Another variant of the Starliner is being planned that wasn't part of the initial announcement. Con Air in Space is coming to a verse near you. A prisoner transport variant of the Starliner Genesis will be a reality at some point. Medical Uses Directly from CIG While there is no plan to design a variant of the Genesis as a medical ship, the modular configuration of the chassis should be sufficient to support players in doing so. If for some reason I want to take a break from passenger transport, this is the configuration that would interest me most next. I can see the Genesis as a combination of troop transportation and on-site medical facility that can be close to the area of conflict, an operations support vessel. It would be a more mobile version of the Endeavor Hope Hospital configuration. It won't have all the services of the Hope, but it can provide a traveling hospital versus the more stationary floating Hope version of a hospital. I'll wrap this up by saying that I purchased the Starliner on day one of the concept sale. Show Notes This week's show notes are links to the Starliner-related content on robertspaceindustries.com. Here you can read the details in full and review the ship's technical specifications as they stand today. The interactive content is still available to play as well. Remember, this is a concept ship, and as such, stats are subject to change. This is Alyssiana signing off until next time and transmission.